tequila is is delicious. It is. And I forgot my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to see everything. You should see how I typed up my notes for this show today. It's terrible. I hand wrote them because I wanted to sit and play Stardew Valley. Oh, excuse me. I'm so <laughs> I've sorry. been up until 3 a.m. almost every day since I discovered this game because oh I can't God. stop playing it. You're kidding. No. Oh, Patty. It, yeah. This the one video you game don't industry get... loves you, though. Oh, yes. Nintendo loves me for buying this Switch. And this is exactly why back in uh, 2010, when I became unemployed, I got rid of all my Xbox games so that I wouldn't sit and play Xbox all day and not, you know, look for a job. Well, but you're gainfully <laughs> employed now and exactly. you're still a gamer. So I'm employed now. I can play the games, but I'm going to be up until 3 a.m. every day. Well, that's kind of you. Between Animal Crossing and Stardew Valley, I am the loserest loser who ever played a video game. <laughs> no, no, you're not. A anyway, as Chewie is barking, welcome back to the... Oh, God, I can't, I'm slurring my speech. As Chewie is barking, welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. You can always catch up on our back episodes at thewatchlistpod.com, or you can always engage us on your social media at symbol the watchlist pod and you can also subscribe to us wherever you pick up our podcast so we are everywhere so tonight's show or today's show whenever you're going to listen to it is about what to stream this weekend we are recording yeah. this so um we're releasing this show on friday mm -hmm. so happy weekend everybody yay. We, yay we hope you have made it through another week safe and healthy and masking up and all of that other sort of stuff and there were a couple of th new things that I watched. Okay. And then I've got some old stuff that I think people would really like to binge over the weekend. Oh, lovely. Okay. So what do you want to start with? What have you got? And then I'll just yammer Well, on. one of the new things, I'll start with one and then we could, you know, ping pong or whatever. On HBO Max, there's a brand new Seth Rogen movie called An American Pickle. I've heard of this movie. So Seth Rogen plays two roles, and it is about a 1920s immigrant who ends up in present day after an accident at a pickling factory. <laughs> so he plays the immigrant from the 1920s who is discovered in this pickling vat, and he has been perfectly preserved so that he has not aged a day. Okay. Over the past hundred years. Okay. He all, and Rogan also plays the immigrant's great-great-grandson. <laughs> and that's the last living family member that our, our pickled man has. And he goes to live with the grandson and all the wackiness ensues. It's a very funny, funny movie. Is it really? And oh, good. It's silly, stupid, funny. And it's based on a novella by Simon Rich. And it's on which platform again? It is on HBO Max. Sweet. That's how, that sounds funny. I mean, I, it, I... Yeah, it's... The premise is like, what the frack? But it's really... You know, you just accept it, and then it's a funny, funny, funny movie. 
Well, and that's and that's just it. If if people do their jobs, then you you do subs, you do suspend that disbelief for a while. Yeah, exactly. And he does and, a really good job to where you know you just you allow right. it because it's funny. Yeah. Well, that's good. Oh, well, then I will check that out then. Yeah. So one of the new things that we checked out was a show called Rake. Oh, what is and that about? And where is it? So Rake, hang on. So you also have to know that I typed out all of my notes without my my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> God, it's, <laughs> it's terrible. All right. So Rake is actually on Netflix or as I wrote, Netflix. And, <laughs> and it's an Australian sort of comedy um, series, and it okay. stars Richard Roxborough. Mm. And a lot of people may or may not know Richard Roxborough in this country, but his his real American coming out movie was one of the bad guys in Mission Impossible Two, and he also had a major role in a, the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen as well. But he's primarily he's primarily a bigger star in Australia, and this is he plays a a barrister who also has a huge gambling problem in debt. He's addicted to gambling, and and it's funny. So sort of think of it as Law and Order, but he's really fucked up. <laughs> so while some sometimes he should be incarcerated, he's not, and he's trying to actually defend people because above all else he believes in the law okay so it's actually it's actually amusing huh. it's it's actually very amusing so it's on netflix uh richard roxborough in a show called rake okay yeah so another one uh that we've watched which i started watching this a while back and i didn't realize there's a new season out now on Netflix. This is the TV show Dark. It's a yeah. German science fiction thriller TV series. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realize that I hadn't finished up season two because Dwight started up season two and I'm like, I've seen all this. And then suddenly I'm like thinking, oh, it's on to the new season. No, they was finishing up the first season, the second season. So the third season's out now on Netflix. It's a really, really good show. Um, children start vanishing from a German town called Winden, and it brings to light the fractured relationships, double lives, and dark past for families that live there. And so it it goes be it bounces around between 2019, 1986, and 1953 via time travel. There's this wormhole in the cave system beneath the nuclear power plant of Winden and people are hopping around in time. And huh. then later se seasons, we get into 1921 and then 2053 we hop to, and then we go back to 1888. See, I wouldn't mind going to 2050. What is it? 2051? 2053 slash 52. Yeah. See, I'm on board for that. And then you flip into some parallel worlds, too. See, I'd be okay with that. And I'd yeah, also be okay be with cool. going back to 1880-something. Yeah. I'm avoiding the fuck out of 1950. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, 1950 Germany, you know, well, in this show, it's not as bad because it's 
really a very white show. Okay. I don't think there is a single person of color in this show. Is it German made or is it American it's made? It's in German. It's Germany in German. So okay. we're watching it dubbed into English because neither one of us feels like reading. Right. Um, so, yeah, but it's it's German. It's from Germany. Oh. And see, I... Uh... Of course, I'm on two, ha you know, there are two sides to that. On one hand, I take it through the lens of why aren't there? There must be some black people in Germany. But on the other hand, it's Germany. <laughs> exactly. You know, they don't. Yeah. And, and I think every other country in the world doesn't have the same viewpoint as us. Exactly. You know, so I, I think that Great Britain might in terms yeah. of celebrities on TV or what have you. But mm -hmm. I think other parts of the world do not. So part of me is willing to give them a pass for that. Yeah, you know. It may not be right, but, you know, it's German. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So Dark on Netflix, there are three seasons. Okay. So the other new thing that I watched was Rob Schneider's new comedy film on Netflix, mm -hmm. Asian Mom, Mexican Kids. And it's a brand new 45-minute stand-up comedy routine. Oh, okay. So it debuted just like, I think, a week or two ago. So I was like, you know, I, I really liked movies like The Hot Chick and Deuce Bigelow and and all the other stuff that he's that he's had a hand in. So, you know what? Why not? Let me Let me give this a shot. So I, I looked at this movie two ways. One, he's 56 years old, a point that he makes in this movie. So a lot of the comedy that he has in this movie is very irreverent, racist, and um, very late 80s, early 90s kind of shtick. Okay. Because he makes it a point of, of telling people and reminding people that he is part Filipino as well. So when he's making fun of Asian culture, he's in part making fun of his own family and he's and he's making fun of himself. But he skewers a lot of Asian culture in this, too. So I'm so I'm wincing at kind of this going, oh, Rob, did somebody give you a PC pill recently because you really need to take one? <laughs> now, now, on the other hand, there were points where I was laughing out loud because okay. as a as an almost 50 year old man, he was he I related to some of the things that he was saying. And, uh, you know, I don't want to I don't want to give away the jokes because this fucking thing is only 45 minutes long. Oh, I mean, well, so it's, it's not a huge time commitment at all. So if you're looking for a very un-PC, very short comedy to watch and you need less than an hour to fill. If you take it with a grain of salt, Rob Schneider's Asian mom, Mexican kids, not too shabby. All right. Like two stars, two and a half stars. I definitely wouldn't subscribe to Netflix for it, but... Okay. Yeah, all right. As of today, Friday... August 14th, <laughs> the latest season, season four of three, three 3% is available now on Netflix. What is 3%? 3% is a Brazilian series, also sci-fi dystopian future. Um, it's set in an unspecified future where when you turn 20 years old, 
the the people, the 20-year-olds of the impoverished inland, is what they call it, the inland, have a single opportunity to compete in the process to advance to the affluence of the distant offshore society. So everybody on the on the inland, they're all like, it's like living in the slums, they're fighting for their lives, they're fighting to, to stay afloat and get food to eat and survive. And when you turn 20, you can get into the process. That would, if you succeed in this process, you get sent to the the beautiful utopian offshore. Not everybody gets through the process. Many people die or they just kicked, get kicked back out into the inland where now you've been rejected for the process and you're on your own. So uh, season four, you said? Season four is out now, Friday, August 14th. This sounds like a cross between Logan's Run. Kind of. The Hunger Games. Yes. And The Island. I have not seen The Island. It starred Scarlett Johansson and Ewan McGregor. I have not seen The Island. It, it's it's a it's a movie that is basically all of these people are in some type of futuristic society, and then there's a lottery that's held, mm-hmm. and every now and then, or on a daily basis, somebody's lottery number comes up, and they tell these people, "Hey, you're going to go to this magical island where it's no longer crowded. It's going to be paradise. It's going to be fantastic." Well, it come you come to find out that that's bullshit. And the people who are in this futuristic society are actually the clones of real life people in the world. So if something medically happens to these people in the real world, they have a clone. So if they need blood transfusion, if they need organs, whatever it is, then their clone is selected to go to the island where they're killed and harvested. Ah, Well, for this, the process only happens once a year. Yeah. So it's not like every time you turn 20, it's you turn when, if you're, you turn 20 before the process starts, or even on the day the process happens, you get your chance to move on and be in the utopian offshore. And some of our friends make it to the offshore and yes, it is not what they've thought it would be. Dum, dum, dum. So this started in 2016. That's when season one was available and it's from Brazil. Cool. Yeah. And it's real. I liked it. The, the first season was really good. The second season had me kind of, and then the third season was like, am I really still going to watch this? But I'm, I'm interested. It's got a fourth season now. So I'm like, huh, this is still going. Maybe See, try. based on that review, I don't even want to watch it. <laughs> Definitely watch the first season. Uh, the right. second season, I feel like you don't really need to know anything beyond the first season, to be honest with you. It, I think it was good as a one series show. Okay. That's the only other thing of what I'm, I've got on my list to talk about that I've actually seen any of. Ah. Everything on my list I have seen... Yeah. Well, I pulled up some new stuff that's coming out this weekend. Oh, um, so do you want to do that first before I get into old stuff? Or do you want to do old stuff and then get into new stuff? We can continue with me, you, me, you. 
Okay. So, all right. So today, as we're recording this, today is Thursday and the show debuts on Friday. Mm -hmm. Um, But when we're doing this, it is actually Alfred Hitchcock Day. Oh, cool. So NBC's shitty streaming service, Peacock. (laughs) I'm sorry. I I shouldn't piss all over it, but I'm going to. Um, They actually debuted um, a whole series of Alfred Hitchcock movies. Oh, neat. So there, remember that there are the different tiers of Peacock, mm-hmm. um, but available to watch for free with ads. Uh, Hitchcock fans can stream things like The Birds, Rear Window, and Vertigo, Vertigo as well as uh, seasons of Alfred Hitchcock Presents. And then if you upgrade yourself to Peacock Premium, then you can watch um, the Alfred Hitchcock Hour, Family Plot, Frenzy, The Man Who Knew Too Much, and many other Alfred Hitchcock classics. Is Peacock available yet for Samsung TVs? I do not know. Hmm. Yes. Yes. Answer that, <laughs> Peacock. Yeah. Hey, hey, fucking NBC Peacock shit. Samsung TVs. We want, uh, you know, hey, yep. if you keep this going on, I'm going to be like, fuck you. I ain't going to get your shit. All right. And on that <laughs> note, Patty, what else would you suggest that people watch? All right. So. Uh, continuing on HBO Max, this series premieres this weekend on, I believe it is on Sunday, 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 Lovecraft Country. It is, uh, produced by not only Jordan Peele, but also J.J. Abrams. What? They have teamed up for this new series on HBO Max. J.J. Peel is at it again. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's time? based on a novel by Matt Ruff. It's called Lovecraft Country. And it's about Atticus Black, who joins his friend Letitia and his uncle George on a road trip across 1950s Jim Crow America. They are in search of Atticus's missing father. A struggle to survive and overcome racist America and terrible monsters is what happens Ew. on the road trip. It stars Michael Kenneth Williams, Courtney mm. B. Vance, and Jonathan Majors. Ah, oh. yeah, yeah, I know. More 1950s America in that. Well, and, right. I mean, <laughs> god damn it! But they got terrible Lovecraftian monsters. And that's awesome. I'm all about H.P. Lovecraft, <laughs> you know, but. Uh, yeah, yeah. Why can't it, why can't it be set in like 20, 2015, even though 2015 <laughs> South is no fucking better, but, but mm-hmm. at least their racism is not as, you know, overt, Over. shitty, yeah. you know, yeah. as it is now. It's more covert and systemic, but. At least then you you don't have to worry about even just getting out of your car. Mm, yeah. Uh, but I like J.J. Abrams and I like Jordan Peele. I and, know, me too. And H.P. Lovecraft has always been solid. Yeah. Oh, well, all right. Mm. So where is that again? That is on HBO. Excellent. So all of my list is is older stuff that that i have recommended before that i think would be great for this weekend okay 
Um, and keeping with a sort of comedy theme, mm-hmm. like your pickled movie. An American pickle. An American pickle. Palm Springs on Hulu. Oh, yeah. That was really good. Yeah. The Andy Samberg uh, movie. Yeah. And um, and Kristen Malati, who played the yeah. mother on How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's an hour and a half. And I find it so charming and weird. And, and it's the kind of movie that I wish had a theatrical release. Yeah. It, yeah. I wish it did. Cause because, I think more people should know about it. Yeah. And it, and it would have been one of those festival circuit circuit kind of movies or those cult movies. Yeah. You know, yeah. something to play at your local art house that appeals to everyone. But if you appreciate Andy Samberg comedy and, and all of that, please check it out. It's on Hulu and it's great. I really dug it. Awesome. Available tomorrow on HBO is your favorite movie, Birds of Prey, and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The stream starting tomorrow, Saturday. On the HBO. On HBO. Yes. I wish that movie were better. I really do. Yeah. I I love Margot Robbie. I I true I stand by my statement before that she will come away with an Oscar in her lifetime. She's that good. I just oh. DC has just not done a good job with its movies. Hmm. As much as I want to like them, they really fucked up Suicide Squad. And now what are they doing? They're rebooting it, calling it The Suicide Squad. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know, let's just redo movies that we fucked up and give it, you know, a slightly one-word difference in the name because, you know. Well, next year, we're going to get the Snyder Cut of Justice League on HBO Max. Hmm. And and I'm interested in seeing that because I'll tell you what, um, Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, the director's cut of that is far and away better than the theatrical cut. Hmm. Even though it's over three hours, you needed the exposition in, in that to make it a better, more nuanced movie. So the Snyder cut may actually salvage Justice League, but it proves that that DC just wanted to get all the Avengers money without having to do the 10 years of work. Mm-hmm. So Margot Robbie, you deserve a better movie than Harley Quinn or the fantabulous emancip or um, the fantabulous, the fantabulous emancipation, emancipation of, of one Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. That's right. All right. So other stuff that I am, am absolutely recommending last chance you on Netflix season five. And I'm being very specific about that. Mm-hmm. Just because, as I've said, I think it was the last show or the show before that. Man, those coaches are pieces of shit on that show. And season five. And again, you do not have to watch past seasons to jump into Last Chance You at any point in any season. But the coach here actually is worth his salt. And... It's very good. And you get attached to these kids and you want them to do well. So if you like football and you like a good docu-series, Last Chance You Season 5 on Netflix. All right. Also on Netflix, um, premiering 
shit. When does this come out? It comes out this weekend. Oh, also on Netflix, premiering today, Friday, August 14th, Project Power. Oh. A new movie starring Jamie Foxx jo- and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Hot damn. This film chronicles a man's quest to rescue his daughter with the assistance of several allies from sinister threats behind a newly developed drug that temporarily gives its user superhuman abilities for five minutes. Dum, dum, dum. But one hit yeah. could kill you. And you don't know what superhuman ability you have until after you've taken it. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it, it looked pretty good. The the, the uh, trailer looks really, really good. And it debuts today on Netflix? Yes, it debuts today on Netflix. Machine Gun Kelly is also in this. And Amy Landecker. Amy Landecker. John Records Landecker's daughter. I was going to say Landecker. She Holy was in Killer shit. Joe. Did you see Killer Joe? No. Oh, I didn't even Killer realize Joe. she was an actress. Yeah, she's an actress. She was in Killer Joe in Chicago live the theater, the stage play. No and shit. Damn, Killer Joe was amazing. John Records Landecker's daughter. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So for those of you who obviously are like, where the fuck are these two going? Um, Very popular DJ in Chicago for many, many, many years. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And that is called Project Power on Netflix. Project Power on Netflix debuting today, Friday, August 14th. Cool. All right. So also on Netflix or... As I typed out, Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, I just don't have my glasses, and and I'm blind as a bad. Umbrella Academy, both seasons. You know, if you're looking for just hours and hours of good, you know, anti-superhero fun, and, you know, you're looking for a decent plot, well-acted, great sense of humor, Check out Umbrella Academy. It's the shit. It really is. Both seasons are on Netflix right now. And it would make a good, good, good weekend binge. Hmm. Okay. So on Apple TV Plus, mm-hmm. this actually premiered yes, uh, two days ago on Wednesday. Uh, uh, Jason Sudeikis has a moo a moo movie. He's got a moon movie. <laughs> Jason Sudeikis has a new movie that he's starring in. It's called Ted Lasso. This is a fish out of water kind of wacky comedy story where uh, Lasso is hired by an angry divorcee. She has been, she has managed to get ownership of a premier league British soccer team in this terrible, vicious divorce. She has secret motives in hiring him to be the coach of this team because she wants to destroy the only thing her husband ever loved. Oh. Yes. So it's a wacky fish out of water comedy where he was some, he he was a football player, but 
in what I was reading, I couldn't tell if they meant football, like from the British name of football being soccer or an American football player hired to be a British football coach where that would be a fish out of water for sure. That would be a fish out of water. Yeah. So that the review telling me about it really was not well written in explaining what the fuck they were talking about. Okay. So, yeah, that looks really good, though. I mean, he's a funny guy, so. Yeah, Jason Sudeikis is the shit. Yeah, he is a very funny guy. Yes, he is. And that's where? Netflix? On Apple TV+. Plus. Like I said, Apple TV+. Plus. Yes, it is on Apple TV+. Plus. Fantastic. All right. So, I just got done watching the rest of it. Indian matchmaking on Netflix. Watched all of it. I have not finished it. You know what? I am I going to give something away by it's it's not really giving anything away because there's no real plot to it. It's a documentary series. It's a reality series. Not it's it's a, a reality series. So if you if you get into dating shows, whether it's on Bravo or E or anything like that, it's really no different in format than that, except it it takes it through the lens of cultural matchmaking from South Asians. And they explain that there are two types of marriages. There's a love marriage, and then there is marriage or arranged marriage. And the show follows this one matchmaker as she tries to pair up different people who have come to seek her services. Some are very traditionally South Asian who, who still live there. And some are second or third generation American, South Asian, and they are trying to put their trust in her process because they have not had luck finding a partner and they want to find somebody with a similar background. But what I like about the show is the way that it actually ends its first season. And the way that it ends without giving too much away is that it just keeps going. Oh. There's, it, it, it doesn't really have, it, it because it follows, you know, two or three people at the very beginning for the first two or three episodes. And then it segues to another few people and another few people. And, and so the people you end up with aren't the people you started out with. Oh. But the way that the show ends, it just kind of trails off hmm. as a process that keeps on going. And I like that. I found that refreshing. Nice. So if you're if you're if you're looking for something cultural and beautiful and but something kind of familiar, Indian matchmaking on Netflix. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I'm flipping pages very loudly. Oh, that's okay. The sound effect <laughs> was perfect. <laughs> yeah. So yes, we're turning the page to the next thing on my list. Um the next thing, uh, this also premiered on Wednesday of this week, August the 12th. It is a docu-series on Netflix called Unwell, where un is in parentheses. Yeah. So this okay. docu-series is following all of those wellness industry type of things and fads that are going on. Um, you know, and it's going, it discusses the good and the bad aspects of this stuff. And, uh, 
and inter- they interview not only people who are profiting from it, but also the experts who think that at the very least, these various trends don't help people much, but at the worst, it could cause grave harm. Wow. So the different topics they talk about, the first episode is all about essential oils and the billion dollar MLM pyramid schemes that are involved with all this fucking essential oil shit. Oh, sure. The The second episode is about tantric sex. And can it live up to the hype despite the potential for abuse? Huh. The third episode is about breast milk and the safety and ethics of breast milk for bodybuilding. Have you heard of breast milk for bodybuilding? No. That's ridiculous. What? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I can imagine (laughs) that because of the natural, you know, goo in breast milk, it's not processed so therefore when people are trying to bulk up or something it's just I, weird i don't even know there's I'm only 42 six years old and i need your mom milk yeah <laughs> there's only six <laughs> episodes so then the fourth the, the there's one about fasting and all that you know crazy ass fasting weight loss technique yeah. there's one about bee sting therapy and bee then sting the, therapy. yes and then the other one is about the risks of using a shamanic, a shamanic uh, hallucinogen as therapy that shamans give you. There you go. Um, And that one is titled a word that doesn't look like it's a real word. Ayahuasca? (laughs) I pronounced that totally wrong. But it's a hallucinogen therapy created by shamans. That's how am I going to put it out there? Okay. Yeah. And so we'll spell there's it, some crazy. We'll spell yeah, it correctly you, on the website. Yeah. <laughs> A-Y-A-H-U-A-S-C-A. There's a lot of A's in that. Ayahushua. Maybe. Maybe. Mm. Well, we're sorry if we butcher it. Yeah, I'm going to look it up on what it, where does this even come from? Like, what is the origin of that word? Oh, it's a South American ethnogenic brew, commonly made out of things that I can't also cannot pronounce. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) but it's it's from South America. And what's this show again? And where is it? This one is on Netflix. It is called Unwell, and the un is in parentheses, meaning well, but not really. See, I would I would check out certain epi- episodes. Yeah, I think that. certain episodes might be interesting. Others, yeah. like, why do I even want to look at that? But, yeah. Right. There's only okay. six of them, so. Oh, that's not bad. All right. Yeah. The last show I've got is The Great mm-hmm. on Hulu. Ah, yes. And um, Nicholas Holt is in it. And it's just, uh, and Elle Fanning is in it. And it's just a really good, wonderfully told telling of just Russia. And if you're looking for something posh to watch that's irreverent, funny, but also historical, check out The Great on Hulu. Historical, but not necessarily historically accurate. Accurate, right. I mean, it's take based the, on a novel. Right. Take the history with a grain of salt. 
watch the pretty, pretty costumes, especially oh, if you have man. a 4K yeah. TV. God, that was gorgeous. Oh, my God. It's it's so pretty to look at. But um, but it follows Catherine the Great. And it, it's just, it's it's really well done. Got so into it, and then poof, it was over. So, again, a nice, light Sunday binge is a good way to put it. And that's it. I'm out. The last thing on my list is a new, well, it's a returning new series on Amazon Prime. Um, this series, it, this whole thing started in 1990s. Um, it's the Mark Burnett's first big race show, like running race, like physical challenge race that was called the Eco Challenge, the world's toughest race, Eco Challenge. And it had a few, um, uh, what are the words I'm looking for? A few seasons. And then it stopped in like 2002. And that was it. But now it's coming back. And it is on Amazon Prime. I believe it starts today on Amazon Prime. Today, Friday, August yep. 14th. <laughs> um, the whole thing with this ultra endurance competition is you have six teams of four people. And it has to be a co-ed team. At least one person needs to be of the opposite sex of the other people. And it is nonstop for, you know, 24 hours a day, just like racing 671 kilometers across. This particular one is in Fiji. So it's going through jungles. You're going to be whitewater rafting, swimming in freezing cold river water. There's bicycle courses. You have to build a raft and paddle kilometers down a river. Everything's in kilometers. Um, I remember watching one of them early on. I don't know if it was the very first one or maybe the second or third, where if one person doesn't continue on your team, you don't that's it for you. You don't get to move on. And you have, they all work together, these four members. There's a fifth member that's kind of behind the scenes, like getting your shit together, your gear and stuff, and driving from place to place. And if you miss a checkpoint along the way, you're out. Uh. There are no smartphones or GPS allowed, so you got to use your paper map to figure out where you're going. Okay. And I found, like, the sign-up page for this whole thing that, this, they did this race last year. So you needed to ha be certified with a doctor's assessment certificate saying that you are medically okay. You had to get a climbing and repelling fixed rope certificate. You had to be certified in that. You, at least two members have to be certified in basic first aid. And you need to have whitewater and ocean paddling certification in order to do this race. You fucking lost me at physically fit to do this because <laughs> that ain't Bill. Yeah, this it's like this came out before he did Survivor and whatever other shit he's done of this kind of outdoorsy stuff. But I, I remember watching it and was like in just enthralled in that first one that I caught of this. And then I never saw it on TV again, like at all. <laughs> like it was just gone. Um and yeah, it's gone from like Discovery and it was on some other network before Discovery and then it was on USA and now 
now it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah. See, I, I, I don't mind reality shows where you cook, where you make clothing. <laughs> I don't mind reality shows where you date. I don't mind reality shows where you sing. And yes, that includes your beloved masked singer. I do mind reality shows when somebody could be put into actual physical danger. Okay. And just be, and, and of course you need all of that because I am sure that the release form that you have to sign, if you are actually selected for that show means that, Oh, you got this certificate to climb and you got this certificate to repel and you got this certificate for first aid means we take no responsibility. If you get into a pickle and you die. Uh, Fuck that. Yeah, I'm sure there's 8 million releases they had to sign, as well as you had to pay, like, there's a fee to, to register to be on in the race as well. Oh, hell no. You have but to pay for the, the opportunity to maybe die? Kind of, most of these kind of races, there is. There's, like, an application fee that you have to pay. Uh, all right. Yeah, even those mud mud run things that are just one afternoon yeah you have like a f entry fee but mm. as opposed to the first few of these races where there was no prize you just did it for the joy of doing it right. now there are prizes okay. first place gets a hundred thousand dollars that's it second place gets fifty thousand and third place gets twenty five thousand to split among the Technically, five of you. Yeah, no. See, that's horseshit. Because <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but if we come in second place by the skin of our teeth, because I'm dead on a road somewhere, and poor Laura is going to have to scrape up my carcass somehow, she's going to use whatever is remaining of her twelve and a half thousand dollars after taxes to go find my ass. <laughs> and bring my carcass back here. Oh, you no. have teammates that will bring you back. Nobody's got to go find you. Oh, no one wants to carry this across a tundra <laughs> and have to rappel down a mountain while they do it. They just chuck my fat ass over the cliff. Yeah, nice. Oh, my God. That's so cheap. Yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, it's available now on Amazon Prime. All right. It is... Uh, the world's toughest race, Eco Challenge. Eco Challenge. Eco Challenge Fiji. Eco <laughs> Yeah. The only Fiji I want to tackle is water. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, no, I don't need Fiji. Water. Yeah, I don't need Fiji water. <laughs> the only part of Fiji I want to tackle is the beach. Ah, yeah. Well, see, you're a beach person. I mean, I am so a beach person. Have you you've been to Europe, right? Have you did we have this conversation? I have, yes, I have been okay. to Denmark and Italy. Ah. So have you tasted the spring water? And and I don't and and honestly, I I am so directionally challenged, I don't know. But when we were in Germany and when we were in Austria, we actually had water from the Swiss Alps. Oh, nice. And it is natural spring water. So out of a fountain in the middle of a square or a street, you're drinking natural spring water. The shit that we actually pay dollars for per unrecyclable or non, you know, infinitely recyclable bottle. 
And is it even really spring water we're getting? Yeah, that I don't know, but there it sure as shit is. Oh yeah, and, and it makes everything taste a hell of a lot better. I yeah, I'm certain. Yes, just because they grow their vegetables using spring water, mm-hmm. they make soups out of spring water. You know, it's it's uh, it's just so delicious. They make anyway, coffee out of spring, out of spring water. water. But I'm not going to go hiking up the mountain in hopes of winning, you know, 12 and a half grand that I that I have to spend. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. All right. So thanks oh, to Dave Rivera. That's, yeah, that's, that's the it. last thing. I'm just double checking. Okay. Yes, that is the last on my list. Got it. All right. So I'm a little pissy right now. Okay. So thanks again to Dave Rivera. Hey, David. Hey, David. How are you? Best intern ever. Um, He passed along a story to me. Disney may be abandoning 4K physical discs of their cat. And and that includes 20th Century Fox titles as well. So according to this, the demand of physical media has slowly stagnated because streaming has become king. So, according to a new report, Disney has reportedly halted media releases of catalog titles in 4K physical discs, including the entire 20th Century Studios library. It doesn't include, uh, it does not bode well for 4K releases of classics like The French Connection, Fight Club, Aliens, True Lies, you know, shit I would really go and buy if it were on 4K disc. Hmm. Now, it it says here they don't have any plans for future 4K Ultra HD releases apart from Disney, Pixar, Star Wars, and Marvel. They're abandoning 4K physical media in order to build on its new streaming Disney+. Plus. So the reason I'm pissed is because I constantly have this battle with another friend of ours named Terry. And and shout out to Terry. But... um, she and I always go back and forth in a very, very comedic, friendly, you know, gotcha kind of way that she has DVDs of everything. And I and I look at her and go, oh, that's so yesterday. And just in terms of quality and all that. And now even my 4K Blu-ray player is now about to become obsolete. And I only bought it. I, I bought it less than two years ago. So, if you have 4K media out there, hold on to it. It may become a collector's item. I never bought a Blu-ray player. Well, you were probably the smart one. Well, you know, I I just thought, you know, okay, so VHS was the thing to do. And you owned a bunch of movies on VHS. And then, oh no, VHS is out. DVD is in. So you got to buy everything again to get the DVD because that's better quality. And then while DVD was still big, suddenly there's Blu-ray. And I'm like, I'm not buying all this shit again. I'm not buying another player and I'm not buying this shit. No, not doing it. So I didn't. Well, when... You know what? Now there's streaming. Ain't nothing going to be on a physical hard copy anymore. And you know what? That's and 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 I have to give a shout out to Laura because, as much as I tried to get her to come on to the 4K disc train, she was like, "Why? 
no one buys discs anymore. And to her credit and to, to all, to that story's credit, I don't even put a disc in the machine anymore, yeah. but there are only certain things that are not streaming in 4k that I do have the disc for oh, like the good. original 1978 Halloween. Ooh. That's not streaming in 4K. No, probably not. But I have it on disc in 4K. Cool. So. And you know what they're going to do? All this uh, stuff, because we can no longer own a hard copy of it. Yeah. They're going to charge us a monthly fee to be able to watch any of it. Oh, Which or is what I. are already doing. Well, or I think they're going to go the way of what Disney is doing. Okay, so Mulan, great. So if you have Disney Plus, as an incentive to keep Disney Plus, you pay $30 and you get an indefinite rental of that movie. Well, there's that for the new things, but like for the stuff you want to own and watch a bajillion times for the rest of your life. Well, what freaks me out is that when I first started collecting digital copies, there were like Walmart had one. Well, actually, Walmart's one is Voodoo. But then Target had one. They had a streaming service. And then there were a couple of more out there. And they have all folded into themselves. Uh-huh. And I have all of these digital copies. And some were given to me and gifted to me. And others are the digital copies that came with the 4K discs that I bought. And then there are some digital copies that I just bought outright as digital. And I am deathly afraid that one of these days, these services are going to go belly up. And then all my literally thousands of dollars worth of media are going to be gone. Yeah. <sighs> so friends don't buy discs. <laughs> and I hate, to, and I hate saying that I really, really do, but save yourself the trouble. Because just as, what is it, a year or two ago, when it was a really big deal that they stopped making a VHS player. And I can't believe they actually made VHS players up to like 2017 or 2018 or something like that. Yeah, right? That's yeah, right. That's silly, but okay. But VHS has gone the way of the Dodo DVD. Actually, DVD is still a thing, but for older generations. Like, oh, I'm just going to put in the disc. Yeah, I have a pile of them. And I only have my Xbox 360 to play them on. Right. And that's and the only reason why I kept the Xbox is to play the DVDs on. And a lot of younger cats who play games, they'll buy 4K discs because their their new game systems can play 4K discs. Right. Yeah. Uh, now, on the good hand, it, it really means you're not going to get suckered anymore into possibly buying a disc that will be obsolete. Yeah. I, I don't know what that means for your digital copy. You know, like for $2 more, are you going to be able to upgrade to 8K when that becomes a thing? You know, I have no idea. But at least for now, hold off buying a 4K Blu-ray player and just see where Mulan goes. Yeah, really. Because also in other news too... The New Mutants, the 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 Marvel mm -hmm. movie, is actually being released in theaters toward the end of this month. And Last I time I heard. Tenet is too. 
I heard them talking about that when they were talking about what AMC is about to do. Yeah. So right now we're in a really weird situation and it's a game of chicken. And it's not even a game of chicken where whoever is going to be first wins. It's going to be what the market is going to bear in the age of COVID. Mm -hmm. So did Disney do the right thing? So I think, though, they put New Mutants out in a movie theater because it is a B-tier movie. It is by no stretch of the imagination an Avengers-level movie. Not at all. Yeah, no. So they're like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to experiment with this movie, but Mulan, that's our big ticket item. Yeah, we got to save that. We gotta, we're gonna, we're gonna do something really hype for that. But New Mutants, throw it out there, and it makes what it makes. And then in a week or two, we'll stream it, and it'll be fine. Yeah. So I think what they're doing is they're playing both sides of it, so Disney can actually see both sides of the new order. Mm-hmm. God help Tenet, because that's a way bigger movie than New Mutants. And, but after a while, you're going to have a whole year backlogged movies that you need a release date for. So yeah. we will see. Yeah. We will see. But hold off buying discs. <clears throat> and I hate saying that because I'm old school and I like my discs, or at least I used to. But you're right. I haven't put in a disc in literally, and I can tell you the last time, Halloween. Hmm. And it was Halloween last year because I put in the 4K disc of Halloween. I think the last time we put in a disc is when Dwight, I don't know, spontaneously stopped at a red box and picked up Jexy. <laughs> Righteous. Yeah, I, I don't know what made him pick that one or even look at the red box. I have no idea, but he brought that in. We had to hook up, make sure the Xbox was plugged into the TV and actually plugged in in order to turn it on, made sure the controller had, you know, power to it because, you know, batteries. Yeah. <laughs> so that we could, you know, start the movie up and get through the menu because oh. there's no way to get through the menu if your controller is not powered up. That's right. <laughs> you can't just walk up and hit buttons on the, <laughs> on the, on the, on the player. The That's player. right. Yeah, no, not going to happen. So, yeah. And it's amazing how, they have shrunken a blockbuster video into a red box. Yeah, seriously. You know, I mean, we we talked. I saw this article this week about how the last remaining blockbuster in this country is now an Airbnb. Yes, yes. And I well. thought how nostalgic that is. And actually, in that room, they have a VHS player. Oh, nice. So you can watch that shitty quality VHS too. So you can watch the shitty quality VHS. <laughs> And but have I, it but, chewed by the machine. Uh, and I and bet there's a rewinder go. right next to it or something. Yeah, well, you have to be kind and rewind. Exactly. <laughs> but, I, but, you know, they used to have entire buildings of thousands of cassettes. Yeah. And now because discs are, are or now were a thing, Redbox is what Blockbuster used to be. You know, sometimes a disc might not be available. Okay, so you just flip to the next thing. Or you go to the machine down the road. Or you go to a machine down the road. And you look on I've the heard... website, it'll tell you what machine it's at. Yeah, see? Oh, man. Well, if it is a brave new world, 
our generation is going to have the toughest time living in it. Yeah. But I'm going to roll with it because I'm all about the digital. Yeah. So anyhow, whatever, do us a favor, log on to the watchlistpod.com, click on that contact button and let us know, first of all, what you're going to binge this weekend or what you like to binge as a weekend thing. Second of all, let us know about your disc collection. Did you do what I did and I jumped from VHS and I, you know, I, I replenished all of that with DVD and then I replenished most of that with Blu-ray and 4K and all that other sort of shit. Let us know what you're going to do with your discs or are they going to go to your local Goodwill, probably like mine are going to do. Um, and just, you know, let us know what you think about all that. And you can always catch back episodes of us on the watchlistpod.com. And you can always engage with us on social media and answer those very questions at symbol, the watchlist pod. And you can always subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Stupid 4K Blu-ray. <laughs> God damn it. Why did I buy that player? Okay, never mind. Oh, I'm we bought a now. laser disc player too. Well, but I How long <sighs> did those last? When I got mine, actually it was done within the year. <laughs> because I got my laser disc player as a graduation gift from college. Mm-hmm. And I had taken a couple of years off of Columbia. So you and I started Columbia together, but we didn't finish at the same time. You finished so before I did because I took some time off too. I finished in 95. And that was when I got my Laserdisc player because all of our friends pulled together and, and bought me a Laserdisc player. And it was great. But And then I used to go to Suncoast Motion Picture Company. <laughs> and that's where they had all the Laserdiscs. I swear to you, within a year or two, that Suncoast was gone. The Laserdiscs were gone. <laughs> and this brand new thing called DVD was coming in. Dun, dun, my, dun. my very first... DVD was The Mask of Zorro starring Antonio Banderas. Nice. And I have been hooked ever since. Hmm. I don't remember what my last laser disc was. Probably the Star the definitive collection of Star Wars, which I still keep because it is a version of the original Star Wars not bastardized with any special edition crap. But do I have a way to play it? No. <laughs> So if anybody's got a $20 brand new Laserdisc player they want to sell me, DM <laughs> us. Yeah. Other than that, it's going to stay in a box. All right, I'm going to go sleep off this hangover I've got. <laughs> go ahead. And thank you, everybody, for listening. We will catch up with everybody next week. Have a fantastic weekend. Enjoy what you watch and be safe. Yes. All right. All right. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.